so much in the word concerning love. A whole lot. I mean, there's um, actually, I don't know if y'all know, but 442 places, <laughs> um, scriptures concerning love. And so no way in the world am I going to be able to hit um, there. I mean, we can go all types of directions um, concerning it. But it's very interesting to see even what Jesus said about love, you know. And the thing is, what he said, he was pretty much, he was redundant. And, and he, would say, he would say it over and over and over again. And if Jesus said so, to me, if Jesus Christ said things over and over again, then we need to grab a hold of it. We need to get it in our spirit. What is he saying to us? All right. So first of all, let me just ask you all, what is love? If you have to say what love is, what is it? What'd you say? All right. You said Jesus. <laughs> God. Self-sacrificing. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? To be patient with people. That's showing love. What'd you say? What'd you say? Friendship. Thank you. Friendship. Yes, friendship. When you have friendship with people, you know, that's showing love. Commitment. Commitment shows love. What'd you say? Yes, that's what, yeah, both of y'all said yes, sacrifice. Yes. What'd you say? We can say it twice in heart. Understanding. You know, here, forgiveness, I believe it so connects with love. And all the words that you all have said, they connect with love. Yeah, they do. But you know, even God is love. He is, what, what he, <laughs> that is who he is. And you know, we already know John three sixteen. most of us should know. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I don't know if you all realize that in John, that's John 3.16, which most of us, um, when we um, know that by heart, but did you all realize that First John 3.16, have y'all ever looked at that and saw that it's like saying the, the, the same thing in different wording in a sense? Had anybody ever noticed that? And turn to 1 John 3.16. So that's just, I'm doing a little fun fact for y'all. Because <laughs> I thought, well, isn't that interesting? That we know John 3.16 and people, you know, we, we quote that and we memorize that. But 1 John 3.16, that's, near the, um, that's in the end of, near the end of the New Testament. And it says, are y'all there? All right, and it says, by this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need, 
and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So we see John 3.16, what it says, but then we see 1 John 3.16, that it says that he laid down his life for us. And so even as the body of Christ, that right sacrifice, selflessness, those are portions and pieces of what love is. And right here, if you, if you go to the next chapter, John, 1 John chapter 4. So it's the, just the next chapter. I'm going to read cha- um, verse 7 and 8. And it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. God is love. You know, we, we can, when we think of who God is, you know, we think of, yes, all-powerful, all-knowing. He's mighty. He's great. He's, he's faithful. But he is love. And so it says that if, if, if we love him, then it says then we need to also love one another. All right, so we're going to look at what Jesus said, okay? So what Jesus said, if you turn um, to Matthew chapter 5, you know, some of us have the Bibles that still have the red letters saying that this is what Jesus said. And he, 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 he said, and these, I'm, just, I'm just pointing a couple places, but there's all through, you'll see that Jesus, this is what Jesus is speaking of. He's speaking of love. He wants us to love. And you all shared what you, what, what you felt love was. I'm going to give you a couple definitions. It says, love is a strong affection. This is a definition for another. So when we think of God, we write that he has a strong affection for us. And then it's unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another. So that type of love is what God wants us to have for others. So it being a fruit of the Spirit, you know, fruit, we can have good fruit and we can have bad fruit. We can, we can um, you know, you, you think of a fruit tree, if y'all ever been in an apple orchard and you, you can pull apples and pull them and pull them and pull them. And then more, you think that the next year more are going to grow. You don't want your tree to be looking like, well, what happened? <laughs> you know, there's supposed to be fruit, but there's no fruit here. You, you want a tree full of the fruit of the Spirit. You, you want to exemplify Christ wherever you go. You want him to get glory from your life. But the only way that he gets glory is we, we lay ours down. We have to lay our life down so that his life can come up out of us. If we find ourselves flowing out of anything other than what this word says, then we need to look and say, what's going on? There's something not, not, not clicking right. 
There's something that I have not yielded my members to. I haven't yielded my flesh to because I keep on finding myself acting out in a different manner. That's not what you want. You want love to flow in you and then flow out of you. We get love from the Father and then it's supposed to be poured out to others just as he has poured out to us. So Matthew chapter 5, it's, um, I'll read verse 40, 43 and 44. And it says, you have heard that it was said, and I'm, I'm coming out of the um, New King James Version, just in case y'all. Okay. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. So, you know, that's in um, Leviticus uh, chapter 19. So that, that right there, some of us, we, we read that and be like, yep, <laughs> that's it right there. I'm going to love my neighbor, but I'm going to hate my enemy. Those that, that I don't like, I just don't like them. I'm going to, uh, you know what? They did this, they did that, okay. Well, you know what? I hate you. But this says, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? So that right there, that's, 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 that's Jesus talking. And that's big, that's big, <laughs> because our flesh would want to stay in the love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But this right here is going beyond, because this is supernatural. This is how God, this is how God is. And God's view of things, he wants us to love, he wants us to show himself, he wants us to show himself to the world. What'd you say? Oh, definitely. Definitely his love is unconditional. You know, when we think back of all the times that we felt unlovable, well, let's say all the times, I don't know about y'all, but there's been times in my life that I have felt just like unlovable. And he loves us. And he loves us through it. And, and so even how the unconditional love, he wants that type of love in his children. And, and, and the thing is, it can be sometimes a battle. I'm not going to sit up here and act like, oh, it's just so. But, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm saying to you all and encouraging each and every one of you all, if you, if you feel something in your, your heart, even against someone, the opposite of love is hate. And if you feel something just rumbling up in, you know, when you think about a person or think about a situation or something, you need to deal with it. You can't close your eyes and act like, nope. You have to deal with it because you want 
you want this, we were talking about on um, Wednesday night in Bible study about living water. You don't want anything to stop up your well. You don't want anything to clog a big old chunk of chunky rock <laughs> to, to, to make it so that there's no water being able to flow out of you, no living water to flow. And there will be situations that happens in your life that will try to get you stuck and try to just lock you down. But God says love. He says to love. He doesn't, he understands that there's been hurt. He understands there's been disappointment. He understands there's been pain. He understands, he went through it. But he says love. That's his answer. And that's the fruit that he wants us to all possess. So if you all can turn to Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Verse 36. So verse 36 through 39. And it says, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. You know, right here with this, you see it doesn't say with a piece of your heart, with a portion of your soul and with a little bit of your mind. But it says all. And so the only way we can give all, love God with all, is that we have to, our flesh gotta be dead. (laughs) You know, this is the crucifying every day of this flesh. Because this flesh, it wants what it wants. And it don't want, sometimes, so even with the loving God with all your heart, if you love God with all your heart, then it's easier to love people. It's easier to love them um, even where they are. Because we're all on a different journey. How can I say? We're all in different portions of a journey. I should say it like that. We're all at different segments in our walk. And even though there's something that you might not do that somebody did, it doesn't mean that, um, it doesn't mean that the Lord's not working. It doesn't mean that that person, you know, is not in a place of growth. It just means that, okay, God, uh, help me to love. (laughs) Help me to love. Help me to do what is right. Do what is pleasing to you. So if we keep on going in that, it says, this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. 
So that right there, verse 39, it says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There are individuals that don't love themselves. They actually criticize themselves all the time. They um, um, get disgusted at themselves. So if you don't love yourself, then how can you even love your neighbor? Because it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so the first person you need, well, the first, I don't say person, but you have to love God. And then you have to love, you have to love yourself. Now, the love yourself is not a thing of a conceitedness. Like, ooh, I'm just, you know, it's just me, you know, and look at me. And it's not that. That's not, it's not this drawing kind of conceit and this, you know, just thinking you're above everybody else. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about a thing of you understanding that you are a child of the king. You understanding that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. That, that, that you know, you, you hear a saying, God doesn't make junk. Well, he doesn't. So you can't look at yourself and view yourself in that regard. You have to view yourself, you know, um, the way that the father views you. And if you have to talk to him and say, Father, what do you see when you see me? And here's the thing with the Lord. The Lord will tell you, show you it all. So even if he points at something that needs to get right, if he points at a sin in your life, if he points at a place that, that does not look like him, it's all because he loves you. That's why it says he chastises those that he loves. So if he shows you something, he's not showing you to just say bad, bad, bad. He's showing you so he's saying change, change, change. <laughs> he's showing you to say grow, grow, grow. Turn, turn, turn. Repent, repent, repent. He's telling us for a reason and a purpose. He's not saying it just to leave us where we are. But he loves us so much, he, 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 he will show us. He's showing us so that we will become even more like him. The image of Christ Jesus, the image of the Father. That the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will be manifested in each of us, in the fruit and in the gifts. But we have to get this fruit right because a lot of times, right, we run after all these different things, but we know the scripture and it said, oh, I did all these things in your name. I, I, I healed the sick. I prophesied. I did all these things. And for, for, for the Father to say, I know you not. I don't even know who you are. You worker of iniquity? Depart from me? I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to allow um, something to get in the way of me loving right. Me loving purely. Love is pure. Love is pure. And he, he, Jesus, he showed it even on the cross. And for sometimes people look at Jesus and then they say, but he was perfect. We can't, we can't um, be like that. But the thing is, it's not true. It's not true. We can be like that. Whereas he, he was beaten, he was bruised, he was nailed, and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. 
But we, if, I don't know if any of you all have ever studied Stephen, but Stephen was stoned to death. And if y'all have not, I, I, I encourage you, because um, um, just for time's sake, I encourage you all to study the, the life of Stephen. But when Stephen was being stoned, this was not Jesus, this was Stephen, but it said he was full of the Holy Ghost. That's what we're talking about. He was full. He wasn't half empty. He, wasn't, he was not um, in a place of deficiency, but it said he was full. And in the midst of being full of the Holy Ghost, he was stoned to death. A lot of times, we, believe, we think that because we have said yes to Jesus, we, things, everything's going to be just so perfect. Everything is just going to work. I mean, not that it, it is working out. Because first of all, this is not our home. We sometimes forget that. We walk around on this earth and we almost think that this is where we're going to be forever. But there is a, a forever. There is an eternity. And so on this earth, there are, we're going to have some good days and we're going to have some not so good days. But Christ still is on the throne. And so the thing is, when we sung that song, it's a fixed fight and we've already won. The winning, we're going to see some winning on this earth, but our greatest win is eternity. That's our greatest win. So how we live on this earth is going to be dependent on how our eternity is going to be. Because it's for real, y'all. It's for real. I'm sure all of us can look back in the last 12 months and people that have left this earth, I know plenty that is, are not here. So our focal point, even though, yes, we have, we, we're on this earth and we have to operate in, in this time span, but there's another place, another place. So let us not forget that. Let us not just look at what is going on. And that's the thing, we get sometimes so distracted on this earth and this, this isn't happening and that's not happening. Well, let's speak life. Let's speak life every day, y'all. And, and, and even ask the Father, Lord, I want your fruit to flow out of me. I want to be the vessel that you want me to be. And as we are that vessel, then, then we are, um, we are, our treasures are, 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 are being built up for when we leave this earth. Okay? So um, I hope that that part is encouraging just because there's, there's a bigger picture. That's what I'm saying. There's a much bigger picture than what is going on. And so, all y'all. So if y'all have your Bible, just underline those alls. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And I pray that that is even your prayer. That with all of you, that you would love him. Because he loves you. He loves you. He loves us so very much. I'm going to read. Um, Y'all can turn to John chapter 13.
John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. And it says, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if ye have love for one another. So we see these different verses of the things that Jesus said. They're similar, they're connected, but each one still says something a little different. So this one, it says that, that the all will know that you are my disciples for the love that you have for one another. And so we are being um, supposed to be examples of Jesus Christ while we're on this earth. And so he can, he can give us that love, the love that he has for us. And he can, um, he can, well, it, not that he can, he will. He will if we yield to it. That's the thing. We have to be yielded vessels so that when things happen and things take place, that we can then still love one another. And now let me, let me say this also, because I know that different, there has been different things that different people have gone through. And so I'm not at all saying that, um, you know, even with, like, just the truth, rape, or different things that may have taken place in your life, that yes, there is a forgiving that has to take place. And, but I'm not saying that then, um, you know, uh, let's say that the, that, that person that y'all are gotta be buddies, or I'm not, that's not, I'm not saying anything like that. But I know that still that there's a place of healing that could take place, then that you can pray for that person, that you can, that you know, that you can be healed to a place that, right, you can move forward. Because that's another thing, that there can be things that happen in our lives. And like I said about like this big rock or this big boulder that will try to um, get get your, 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 that living water stuck, that there can be trauma or things that take place that will try to get you in a place of, um, of no return. But the Father wants you to be whole and healed, and he can do it. There's a freedom in Christ Jesus that even though there are things that we have to deal with, but in the midst of it, love, his love, that his love, and as we love like he, he wants us to, there is something, I keep, I, supernatural, that can take place in our hearts and in our spirits. And it's an amazing thing. It's such a freedom that he has. But we have to yield to it. We have to submit to that. Because sometimes... Um, the enemy will, will say to us, but it hurts too much. It hurts too much. But there's a freedom in, a re in the release of the letting go of what individuals have done because you're still here. You are still here 
in the midst of whatever it is. And it could be, it could be from A to Z. But you are still here. And that's a beautiful thing. And so I pray that even as he loves us, that we would get that kind of love. That we would get that kind of love. And I want to, we're going we're gonna to go over um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I know many of you probably, I mean, some of, some, there might be some that can quote the whole thing. But I need to, I, I'm, I need to read this out. I'm going to read this out. And I want you all to think of yourselves even as I read it. If you have the King James Version, it says charity. Okay, and for some, you know, we know what charity is like giving and, um, you know, doing different things um, for the good. But if you look charity up in the Greek, in the, um, like a Strong's Concordance, it's agape, and it, it means love. It means love. Okay, so every place that you see charity. Now, I'm in the New King James, so it does say love, but if it says charity, um, I want you to just really think about what it is saying, okay? First, um, I'm going to start at verse 1. And it says, Though I speak with the tongues of angels and men, or the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become Sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Now that's that's something we think of angels. We like oh, it says. But if you look, you have tongues of men and angels, but have not love, then there's a problem. It says it don't mean nothing. It says verse two. And though I have the gift of prophecy, that was that we just spoke about, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. So this is powerful. I think love is more powerful than we even realize. So that's why we have to, we have to, we have to get it right, y'all. Because see, the world don't want us to get it right. He wants there to be so much disunity in the body of Christ. He wants there to be discord and disagreement and all this stuff. But the Lord wants his body unified. The only way every joint supplies if every joint is together. <laughs> every joint got to be together for every joint to supply. But he wants different stuff to take place. But we have to get this love thing right. It says... And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, that's being a martyr, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So these next verses where I say love, I want you to, I want you to put your name in there. And, 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 is, and is it so? I, even, I put my name in there. And, and in the midst of it, well, let me, just, let me just say, love suffers long. So Erica suffers long. I have to say to myself, is that true or is that false? 
and is kind. Erica does not envy. This says love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. It dares all things, believes all things, it hopes all things, endures all things. Love does a whole bunch, y'all. A whole lot. And then it says, love, verse 8, never fails. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So even in the midst of that, we have to put away things. You know, um, we look at all these, what it says, what love is, and I say put your name in it, because with God being love, and we say God lives in us, then that means love's supposed to be living in us. And so that's why I say put your name there. And if you see yourself behaving rudely, if you see yourself not having long-suffering, if you see yourself not being kind, then you need to have a talk with Jesus. You need to, you need to say, God, I, I, I'm, I'm reading this, and I don't see myself. I don't see myself. And you be real with him. And say, Father, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. And as you yield, as you die to flesh, as you turn, as you repent, he will, he, will, he will create in you that clean heart. He will do those things. But the thing is, there's times, I believe, that, that there's a trial that will come, there will be something that will come, and we'll have a choice and a decision which way to go. And we, we can choose his way, or we can choose our old way. Or we can choose what they say. We can do, there's different options, but his way is right. It says, verse 12, for now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know, just as I also am known. Verse 13, and now abide faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So even though the Bible says that we have, we're supposed to have faith the size of a mustard seed, and we can move mountains, you know, that we are, we're supposed to be right, have hope 
hope, a whole bunch of hope. Yes. But it said love is the greatest of all three of those. And so I'm, I'm encouraging y'all, get your, your love walk right. Get your love walk right. And even, even in it, I, I read that and I have to, I'm saying, I'm saying, and seriously, I, I mean, I mean this from all of my heart, all of my heart. Anything that if I have done to any of you, I'm like looking at each one of y'all in your faces, all of you, that has not been in a spirit of love, I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me. Because I am still a work in progress. And as I went through this, I'm just like, Jesus, may I be your vessel. May I walk in your love. May God, God is love. May he manifest himself in me in ways that, that, um, that I don't want no boundaries. I don't want to, you know, you know, because we can say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, and, and don't at all. And he sees it. He sees it. So I'm encouraging you all that even as we go through these fruit, that we don't just look at them like, okay, yeah, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperance, and, but that we would say, you know what, those fruit, if you see a lack, if you see a, a um, um, it ain't where it should be, then that you will talk to him and that you would allow him to, he says he'll guide us, he'll lead us in all truth. And that's what he's doing. He wants his church to be right. We are the church. We are his temple of the Holy Ghost. And he wants, he's coming back for a bride, y'all. He's coming back for a bride, and you want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I don't want there to be nothing between him and me. So I'm going to um, read a poem that um, I wrote. And this was actually a time um, where I was, I was going through some uh, with, with the person and the Lord checked me <laughs> when I was thinking, God, check that person. But the Lord dealt with my heart, and this was birthed out of it. And it's called Life is a Love Walk. It says, we don't always understand why people do the things they do. That is when we should look to God, our Father, who already knew. How things were going to end up, so don't be sad or overly concerned. But keep reading the next or listening to the next few lines as I share some things I have learned. The number one rule is to walk in love with everyone you meet, from your family, co-workers, and to your neighbors across the street. To make no, it makes no difference how they speak to you, still you must walk in love. If you have already died to your flesh, it will be easy to be led from above. God will lead you in what to say and do when a situation arises. God loves people and wants to see them set free from Satan's lies. Yes. 
Sometimes during this process, we are mistreated and it may not seem fair. Do you remember when you lived a sinful life? God's compassionate love was there. Now it is your turn to give love out to others who truly are in need. A pleasant smile to a warm hello or a hug may become a seed. A seed that will grow into salvation or a recommitment to Jesus Christ. All God wants us to do is genuinely love individuals and he'll transform their lives. So we have to, we have to allow him to do the transforming. He's asking us to do the loving. That's what he's asking us to do. And that we allow him to do what he needs to do. And also that we would hear. That we would not be closed off, but we would hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying for us to do. Because um, the thing is, you know, you can, uh, there's a balance in it. There's a balance in it. And we want to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to do. And yield to that. Not yield to, um, I don't know if any of y'all ever saw the movie um, Fireproof. Um, but in that movie, this man, and he was doing, I think it was a love dare or something. But he was doing things, um, and then he would get mad because it wasn't going like he thought. Because he was doing it, the motives were wrong. So in the midst of love, your, your motive has to be right, and that's to please God. It can't be, well, if I do this, I do that, and I do this. Well, they better act right. They better change. <laughs> Something You have to let your motive be right to say, God, I'm doing this unto you. I'm doing this to please you. And so in the midst of that, then you can, you can um, release. You can do things freely and not um, feel any kind of way about it. But all, through it all, you have to, God help me. <laughs> There's times when you know when it's, ask him to help. He will. His grace is sufficient. He will. So um, I, I have some, well, I, I'm going to, I have some, um, well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop there. Um. I do just want to say, though, because we, we already know, though, the opposite of love is hate. And so if you feel any hatred in your heart, any hatred. Now, we're supposed to hate sin. We're supposed to hate the enemy. So we can, we can do that. That's fine. But if you can, out of your, you, you can say, I hate such and such. I hate this person. You need to deal with that. And so even like when I think somebody said forgiveness, and I said that there's a connection, because forgiveness is such a key thing. And the Bible says that if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. That's what the Word says. And so if there's stuff, things, or people, whatever, I'm, I'm saying... To get to a place of forgiveness and a place of release so that you can be healed. Okay? 
All right. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for your fruit, Lord God of love. Father, I thank you that we see that that is who you are, God. That is who you are. And Lord God, I thank you, Lord, that your love, and then you sent your son and showed your love for us, even with him dying on the cross and rising again. But then he came on this earth, and all he was speaking was love. That was the language that he spoke. That was the language that he spoke. So, Father, we pray in the name of Christ Jesus that we would be your love on this earth. Father, I pray, God, that our hearts would be open to being love on the earth. Help us, God, to see things through your eyes. Help us, Father, to, to view how you view And redirect us if we've been directed in a wrong way. Or even in a way that we are used to. But Father, I pray, God, that we would um, be of, 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 you, being of unity, Lord God. Of peace, Lord. Lord God, may we be your sons and your daughters on this earth. So God, I, I, I even stand, Lord God. And, and we repent, Lord, of times in our life that we know, Lord, that love was not in it. But Lord God, may we turn to love. May, we, may you reveal to us even the more what love is. And Lord God, may we exemplify it in our lives. Help us, Father. So Lord God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord God, that even as we go through these fruit, let us see even in a deeper way. Lord God, we thank you for revelation. I thank you, Lord God, for even things that might have been stirred up in, in our hearts to even do even more of what you're calling us to do. So, Lord God, we bless you and we thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.